Tanya Smith, we made you watch Cloud Atlas, the 2012 movie about all the different ways people can be held against their will throughout time. We start and end every show <laughs> by saying at least one nice thing about the topic. We call it the compliment sandwich. What is your major compliment for Cloud Atlas? Well, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about some, some prostheses later. Oh, yeah. But I will say... It's mostly whoever, a movie about prostheses. It's, yeah, it's really... Oh, man, there's so much. But uh, the, the special effects makeup that I did enjoy was whoever freckled Susan Sarandon in mm. the shitty, shitty... Uh, bang bang, bang, bang. <laughs> yeah, shitty, shitty bang bang in the shitty shitty bang bang um woven knit everyone future yes <laughs> i did i i thought that her freckles were very uh Aggressive. i don't know they were really striking i liked them multitudinal i thought they well and they didn't it didn't look like i could take a wet thumb and be like ah like smear i thought they were those away. were tattoos right or, or were they freckles? no there were there were also facial tattoos but she also had freckles i see yeah, this is cool. the problem with the future is like without tim gunn how will we know when woven is out again you know like it just stays in I think just like when it looks like total garbage you know? <laughs> how I we know the garbage is out I guess I don't know. I, I just I can't with I can't with the dystopian future, man. We know this. Oh, I can't do it. Yeah. Did you like oh. the 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 future of the dystopian future where it's he's like old? You don't have time to shower, but you have time to paint your face like some sort of death skull every day, <laughs> and then run around licking rusty blades like I'm so terrible. Come I, I on, it's, a, it's an iron deficiency though. That's there's why there's no like accounting for Hugh Grant. There never has been. <laughs> that that was good. That was good makeup on Hugh Grant though, right? Do you think maybe no. they sleep in the skull face make terror makeup? Well, the, but it looks that some of those lines, especially around the mouth, would get so smudged by the oh, end yeah, of the day. Very smeary. Yeah, yeah. You, you eat one child's arm, and all of a sudden, you got to retouch up. You got to retouch up, otherwise, <laughs> oh. people aren't going to know how scary you are. This is a nightmare. You're pillaging for, the crew. for no reason. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm already well into hate territory. <laughs> yeah. But you you liked the freckles. But I liked those freckles. I really did. I when, genuinely uh, was like, that is good Tanya, freckle work. Fan of freckles. When uh, yeah, Bade I'm Duna? on record. The the woman who was the like robot McDonald's lady later, when she was back <laughs> in uh, the old South uh, uh, in, in your face, she also had freckles. She yeah. did. She had yeah, I liked her hair in that one too. Although yeah. I mean, it was it was very clearly a wig, but I liked the color on her. I yeah. thought it was Tanya, pretty. a fan of freckles and redheads. Yeah, yeah, these are all true things. Yeah, about they're me. somewhat related sometimes. Sure. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go second. Um, this is a. I'll go since you went very specific. I'm going to go very broad for my compliment, which is, uh, if you're going to miss, miss big. That's my philosophy on movies. I like. Yeah. Yeah. I I like when people like. I feel like this movie was mostly a miss for me, but it was like bananas. It was like let's miss in these this totally insane gigantic way. Like putting all these people in bizarre age makeup and a lot of um, racial makeup uh is weird it's weird but it is not different faces smooth. yeah blank face well, well i think the wachowski's motto is if you're gonna miss miss expensively well and yeah, i kind of like a... that about it i if they had made this if they were like look what we're gonna do is we're just gonna focus on one of these stories and tell it beautifully that would be a really bad miss you know yeah. Yeah, that would be a small miss i don't know if i can give you an example of a smaller miss but i like sort of like uh did you guys see gods of egypt or am I the nope, only one? not yet. Why, wow. why would anyone do that? Did you have it's to terrible. review it? Tell me you I had did. to review it for money. Okay, yeah, yeah, good. Tell me you do this for money. <laughs> <laughs> and it's terrible, but uh, at one point he's fighting this uh, like 40-foot sand monster, 
And it's just, you know, it just feels like, yeah, you went down swinging, buddy. It just feels yeah. like, like, just don't watch the pitches go by, you know? Come out swinging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are good. Those are some good quality cuts. Yeah, took. exactly. That's how I felt about this movie. <laughs> They're taking some good cuts up there. I just I enjoyed the bigness of the miss. I uh, kind of, yeah, I can kind of get with you on that. Uh, Ezra, why don't you go next? A major compliment. Um, so this is weird. I, I just kept on waiting for the moment where I started to hate it, but that moment never came. So what? Uh, yeah. Mm. I mean, I, 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 here's the thing. I bet I watched this in a pretty different way than everyone else. So Pro- yeah. When, when you start a sentence like that, I'm sure you're right, but well, tell, so, tell the audience. Uh, I mean, as, down standing in up a, on a hammock. hammock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I so was I, slacklining the whole time. <laughs> I was asleep. <laughs> it was great I when you were asleep. waiting for the time that I would hate this, but I was too busy sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> I slept through the whole thing. It was great. Uh, no, so so here's the thing. So uh, if you're if it's a normal movie, it's not usually a good idea to watch it half an hour at a time, like while on public transportation. True. Um, oh. Over the course of several days, if it's a like a movie that like is you know like basically like six half movies uh, crammed together. That's not a bad way to do it. it. It's kind of like this like weird mosaic that you kind of just get to like stew on for a while, and you process it afterwards, and then you like get a little another hit. It's like they say I made this a miniseries, and I, I don't think that was a bad way to see it. That is interesting. We made it a one shot through on a Friday night while we were sleepy, and that was not great. Yeah, that makes me angry, man. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, know if, I wasn't if I that ever, sleepy. Okay, it was a big <laughs> moment. It's, you, you guys can decide how sleepy you were later. Um, <laughs> no, I think we should fight about it now. This all, is right, all right, <laughs> all right, Chris I'm on Tanya's side. Chris yeah. and I are going to have a domestic about I'll this, just Chris. really quick. Chris, one to ten, how sleepy were you? I was at least a six on the sleepy scale. Okay, great, Your, your, your Honor, Your Honor. By the uh, end, by the end of the movie, well, and we finish. did have Tammy Taylor size glasses of wine. Let me so. finish. So, Chris, how sleepy would you rate Tanya? Tanya, don't listen to this. <laughs> Wait, do I have to take my headphones off? Tanya was probably less sleepy. She was more like well, a three on the sleepy scale. But what did you scale. think before she corrected you? How, how sleepy did you think she was? Also six. Okay, Tanya, uh, one to ten. How sleepy were you actually? I was actually, uh, I, you know, a three. I think I was actually, th- I had a nap earlier. Chris, oh. did Guys, take a nap. I am so sorry. This is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Tell <laughs> us more about the nap, Tanya. I will not. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought if we got real technical about it, it might work. Uh, it might somehow know. salvage this horrifying <laughs> tangent. <laughs> I'm going to bring this back somehow. Just to, I have an hour to do it. Just we'll to figure relate out. to you as I, I didn't actually, there was no moment where I, I was like, I didn't have a moment where I was like, oh man, I really hate this. But I was also, I was waiting I for the moment where I liked it and it really didn't click over. It was no. it was amorphous. It was interesting. Um, I, I I think it was a miss, but I I was never like I was never angry at it. Okay, I, well, I did kind of go Ugh, a few times, but yeah, I did I did a fair amount of like oh come on yeah, but yeah. not but not the same way that I do when I'm when I'm truly livid about something. Well, plus uh, Megan and I spent the whole ga- show playing the game Tom Hanks or not Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, that was actually really hard for me. <laughs> it was kind of a fun game. It was, I was way better than she was, uh, but, but I, I skewed to way to, too much. Well, because so I thought before realizing that multiple people had multiple roles, I thought it was just this point was that it was Tom Hanks at every scene. This is what I've been saying this whole time. It's not <laughs> that I didn't know she was Meryl Streep. I just thought it was the same character. 
I see. I wasn't even going to go there. I, I wasn't was really. How could you not go? This whole sponsorship was uh, Mark trolling me about whether I would notice they were both Tom Hanks. <laughs> they were all Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out they were all like Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks as the clumps. It was just <laughs> a lot. <laughs> all right, uh, that leaves you, Chris. What is your major compliment for Cloud Atlas? Yeah, um, I guess uh, somebody went small, somebody went big. Uh, I'll go medium. Uh, which is I love Jim Broadbent. I love him in everything. Uh, he was he was the publisher who got committed to the to the nursing home. Oh, yeah, Jim Broadbent. And every single one of his scenes, he was probably the best actor there. Cool and guy. He and, yeah. and the composer dude. Yeah. Yeah, and the old composer and the racist the sh- captain. Racist captain. Racist he, captain. Yeah, but he's just uh, <laughs> he's great. And I love him. And uh, during the time in the present, he had a look on his face that was a lot like Wallace from Wallace and Gromit uh, yeah. with sort of the overbite thing. And did I you, loved Do you it. want some cheese? Yeah. <laughs> Winsleydale. <some> <laughs> and if by cheese you mean freedom, then yes. Yes. <laughs> I did mean, I mean, what is the difference, Tanya? There is no difference between cheese and freedom. <laughs> Thank you. You're here first. Thank uh, you. Yeah. He, he, I think, I think Academy Award winner Jim Broadbent's best role was the kooky old guy, though, because that was his like, the publisher trying to like the old guy caper. That's yeah. his most comfortable role. That's his that's his best milieu. But yes, that's when he's most Broadbent to all of us. Hey, oh, <laughs> did he used to be broad happen. straight or narrow bent? What do you think? Oh what no, you? I don't want to do this. Nope. <laughs> all right, on a scale of one to ten, how much do you not want to do this? <laughs> Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast, usually about bad books, movies, and TV, sometimes about discerning which is which. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, on, telev- uh, on, tele- on Twitter. What? At Alex <laughs> on Falcone. television as, as Amy Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you may know me as my popular television persona, Amy Schumer. Uh, <laughs> man, that was a weird, weird oops. <laughs> This is like the Freudian slip thing. Yeah, yeah. I always think of myself as being on television at any given moment. (laughs) Me too. Well, maybe in the future or the past or the future future, that'll be the true true, you know? Jeez. That is, okay, you're right. That's the one time I was hating the movie was every time um, Hank spoke true true or said nay instead of no because of the apocalypse. I'm not going to lie. Anytime he was even a little hard to understand, I just full gave up. I guess I'm not going to understand that dialogue. Bye. Yeah. I, I, I knew I, I was enjoying that a lot. I was like, oh man, Alex is going to hate this. <laughs> uh, it was annoying. I don't know how you knew I would hate it. Joining oh, me as always. Because I loved it. That's why. It's at C. Walters. He's at C. Walters Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. This is a violation of the Ruddy Incarceration Act, and I will not be subjected to this criminal abuse. Yep, somebody that is held this against movie. their will in one of the time periods. No, I want to hear it again, but from someone else this time. But from Tom Hanks. <laughs> Wait, so that her floating computer chip TV screen? Yep. That it all it was capable of doing was playing back three seconds of security footage from a random. Wasn't security footage. It was a, that was a televisation. It was a, it was a it was movie a te- version. Yeah, it was a oh, movie right, right, version right. of oh, an event from okay. another yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But oh, also, let's, it's just oh, like right, a gift. He was it's writing fine. a book about himself, his adventures. This is, 
I just realized this is going to be terrible for anyone to listen to this podcast because we're going to be talking about things we didn't understand in, in a way that's going to be confusing for them. Well, my understanding from Twitter is that everybody has read this book but me, so I feel like you guys are all better prepared. Yeah, we have a lot of listeners who've read this book. Yeah. It was apparently a very good book. Yeah. Well, all right. Also <laughs> joining us today in Northern California, it's Ezra Fox. <laughs> uh, that's just a rope of smoke. Old one's got the smart. They master sick and seeds. They make miracles fly across the sky. No, yeah, Ezra. They hungered for more. <laughs> they did. Hungered for more. I wish I was sleepy now. <laughs> Only a three. <laughs> also joining us, uh, it's a super host episode. So our very special guest this week, she's at the Tanya Best on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Tanya Smith. This is not my nose. <laughs> None of these are my nose. That was the, that was the original original uh, yeah working title of God Atlas. This is not my nose. I just think you can't put that many people with prosthetic noses in one scene together. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Like it just gets it gets to be like everyone's got a party hat on. Yeah. I feel like yeah, too I feel many like, party hats. Like a party hat, either it's either nobody or everybody. I think you- oh, I think everybody is too many buddies. <laughs> Do you just yeah. want one buddy? <laughs> well, it's just like you go, it, I don't know. It just, yeah. Somehow it's like taking all the things that are not like the other and putting them in one place. Man. I don't know. It just doesn't work. I'm just too distracted by how they look different than they're supposed to look. I mean, or if, you, if you're going to prosthesize so many people, make some I of them people whose face... <laughs> I think it's that's a, requ- a requirement of most religions, right? Yeah. I'm just saying, maybe do it to some faces we're not super familiar with, yeah. so that it just doesn't feel like a survey of people whose nose bridges are too thick. Like I just, <laughs> yeah, or have like weird eye holes because they have it's so deep before you get to the eyeball. They're just yeah, your eyes are magically yeah. deep set now, uh, and nobody knows why. Like, that was not great. <clears throat> yeah, there were yeah. some times where they were peering through about half an inch of rubber. By far, like, the most distracting part of the movie was the prosthetics. It was just constant weirdness. Like everybody, even if it wasn't like, because there were a couple of these actors who I don't know as well, and there were some people I didn't know exactly which one they were. But I was like, you're clearly not this guy, whoever you are beneath this. Yeah. Well, and then the few characters that never have to wear any super weird prosthetics in certain scenes you're just like you're the most beautiful thing i've ever seen like i just i just kept staring at like yeah i kept staring at like future clone girl and just being like your face is the most beautiful face well they did say she's genetically perfect yeah but not not programmed to leave a revolution though that's true if you remember that so definitely there's some issues yeah (laughs) right that's a mark against you know as when you said this is going to be terrible to listen to so far it feels just like every other episode so you're not wrong (laughs) Okay. This enough. is episode number three hundred and fifty-two. We've now done as many episodes as the number of a Kazakhstani tengi you can exchange for one dollar at this moment. Oh Whoa. man, that's such a good deal. Well, it's, is it a good I deal? Tengi. Well, you give them one thing and they give you three hundred fifty-two things. I think that's a pretty good deal. It does feel like a good thing unless they have a three hundred fifty-two dollar bill <laughs> and then Chris, exchange. Chris, yeah, for your soul, I will give you three hundred fifty-two ants. Oh man, ants kind of piss me off though. Why? Yeah, why would you do that? Why not say? Also, like, didn't we sell each other our souls in an earlier episode? Didn't oh, you do that in well, well, let's 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 let that storyline clear out in another half hour or so, huh? <laughs> hey, Chris, how would you like to yeah? give me one twenty dollar bill for these three quarters? Hey, that sounds pretty good to See, me. Man. That sounds like a better deal. But if I'd been like ants, he'd, he'd 
bailed. It so. wasn't enough quarters. You need more ants to even out. How about three quarters and 349 ants? Okay, well, I, speaking, I think I'm good. Speaking <laughs> of things that are too much, this week we're talking about Cloud Atlas, oh the film. Uh, this is sponsored by Mark Franklin uh, in Manhattan, which is the new Hey, William thanks, Burke. Mark. Uh, yeah, Mark has been with the show for a long time. You didn't let me finish his line about Sorry. Manhattan being the new Williamsburg. But uh, yeah, thanks, Mark. Uh, Mark's been with the show for a while, and he's been threatening to sponsor this for some time. And he said this about it. Cloud Atlas was an incredible book, but I can't decide if this movie is a travesty or the best efforts uh, that could be made for such a complex story. It is the Wachowskis, so it should be good, right? And he, uh, and I think it was the, the trap to see if I can tell actors apart. But fortunately, they had so much makeup on it was easy. Yep. What I do like is that it's not the, just the Wachowskis. They directed like three of the storylines, and then there was another director for two of the storylines. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, the run, credits run guy. got all... Yeah, yeah, that's a clever idea for chopped this many and screwed. Stories. Yeah. Anyway, this is also Wet Month. Uh, happy, welcome to Wet Month, you guys. Happy Wet Month. It, time so, flies. So it, damp. Wow. So wait, in what way was this wet? Clouds. Clouds, Got dude. It. Got yeah, it. A bunch of ships. Yeah, this is a great, there was a, great thing a, to start. A scene in boats. There was that boat hovercraft. Yeah. Uh, lots, lots of wet. Mostly it was just the name Cloud. I think we were really stuck on Cloud and Cloud Atlas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because clouds, they're just wet moisture up there. They are what? Yeah. Wet moisture. And dust. They're not cotton candy. No, they're also there's also dust particles. The moisture has to form around something. Oh, yeah, sure. Man. So if it's, there's no dust, there'll be no clouds. Boring. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sleep level six. <laughs> it's it, there are zero shopping de- days left until wet month. You guys, it's upon us. So get wet, stay uh. wet. Please keep. You know, us do photos. you guys remember when wet month used to be about the moisture? <laughs> And not commercialism. <laughs> it has been no. heavily commercialized this year. What's the reason for the season, guys? Yeah, water, yeah. <laughs> wetness. Uh, anyway, if you want to, so keep sending us your wet month, your your choice for a wet month logo photo. Um, safe for work, wet as possible. That's the goal. Yeah, the wettest possible photo. That's not dirty. Um, there's been some good ones. We there, the uh, there's a recurring photo from last year, which is uh, the Rock holding two. Uh, pugs two dogs french bulldog puppies two french bulldog puppies in in the water uh which is pretty good anyway if you want to force us to read or watch something that is as wet as possible or if you want us to tell travesty from complex story triumph yeah oh that's good travesty from triumph go to sign up on the mailing list and we will get to some more sponsorships a little bit first though chris i need to summarize this in the style of post-apocalyptic tom hanks Okay, I'm not going to do that. But okay, what I, <laughs> <laughs> I to, just to be fair, that was uh, a request from our sponsor. Aw, said oh, I want to see if Chris can do it, and uh, Mark, the answer is no. Well, the answer can't is or won't. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, can't because we watched this with the air conditioning going on behind our heads, <laughs> and I couldn't hear any of the dialogue. <laughs> oh. Interesting. Wow, that's a really strong blanket statement. I definitely heard some of the dialogue. Yeah, but particularly like all the, the Tom Hanks muttering of, stuff. Yeah, that was, that was pretty hard. I tried, I yeah, tried no. really hard to get uh, subtitles for that part of it. Yeah. Well, uh, it's only in more annoying if you actually hear what he's saying. Just a heads yeah, up. Yeah, I bet. I'm sorry, Mark, and thanks for supporting the show, but I, I don't think I can. Uh, it's, so if it was picture, a won't, I'd do it. Just picture Chris as Creole while this is all happening. 
Oh, God. Yeah, uh, add the Creole uh, in post. Put the Creole filter in. Yeah. So here's what All I'm going right, to do. so downhill. Let's here's go. what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to be brief about this. Um, so I'm hoping that I can get this down to about 30 seconds per time area. There are, uh, there are six Ooh. time eras. Okay. So I, I think I can do this in three minutes. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a timer. Okay. I'll do it. Well, I got to be able to see it so I can like... I can show it to you. <laughs> Strategically. <laughs> huh. Okay, so so here we go. Um, so this movie, Cloud Atlas, has six storylines, and it's always jumping back and forth. But they all play linearly; like you never you're never like going back to the beginning of a storyline or anything else like that. Uh, so it's actually okay if you treat them by themselves. So first, in like uh, 1849 in the Pacific, there's this young lawyer guy named Adam Ewing, and that's Jim Sturgis, who's doing business. And uh, he goes there; he sees it's really hot. He faints when he sees a slave being whipped. And there's this shady doctor, Tom Hanks, who uh, says it's a parasite and is treating him but actually he's poisoning him because he wants to steal the key around his neck and take the treasure but then uh, Adam meets a stowaway slave who saves his life and is inspired to join the abolitionist movement when he gets home and his dad Hugo Weaving doesn't like it uh, in 1936, there's a young gay musician called Frobisher. That's Brent Ben Wishaw, Q from the James Bond movies. And he goes to be the assistant of an aging uh, master composer that's uh, Ayers, Jim Broadbent. And uh, Frobisher writes the Cloud Atlas sextet, and it's brilliant. But Ayers uh, wants to keep it as his own. So the young guy shoots him, then he leaves, he finishes the thing, and then he commits suicide right before his lover can find him. But his lover, J- uh, Sixth Smith, James Darcy, is also in 1973 in San Francisco as an old man. So Halle Berry's a journalist. She's looking into a nuclear power plant thing. Hugh Grant owns the power company. There's this shady thing where he wants to make money from the oil industry by covering something up. And so she meets Six Smith. He tips her off. But then he gets killed by a hitman. Hugo Weaving again. Boo. Uh, she <laughs> meets Tom Hanks, who works there, uh, gives her a tip. Uh, Hugh Grant's had a security team up with her and, and gets her the papers. And uh, there's a shootout in San Francisco. But hey, they get the report. Uh, so in 2012 London there's a publisher named Timothy Cavendish and uh, he's uh, throwing a party when the sluggish writer uh, uh, kills a critic Uh, so Tom Hanks throws a guy out the window sales skyrocket but he needs money to pay off the goons he gets committed to an old folks home by his brother aging Hugh Grant who uh, doesn't lend him the money but tricks him into mental institutions so then it's like old people great escape thing woo Um, so and then we zoom to the year 2144 neo soul korea uh sanmi 451 is uh yeah she's a fabricant or a cloned engineered uh slave worker lady uh slaves again get it uh who works at a fast food restaurant with future mcdonald's i don't get it yeah Uh, (laughs) after being exposed to the idea of rebellion by another fabricant she's rescued by commander chang jim sturgis again uh and they they flee in a sci-fi action movie chase thing Remember the Matrix? It's like that. Uh, and uh, well, the later Matrix sees. Yeah, Bad Matrix. Uh, yeah, Bad Matrix. And he exposes her to like Solzhenitsyn and, and like some f- other philosophy. And, and she sees a televised version of the Timothy Cavendish's escape from the mental hospital. And that's um, all it takes to turn her from a clone into a rebel warrior. Yeah, also, Soylent Green is people. <laughs> Soylent Green is people. They're, they're killing fabricants and using them as protein for everybody to eat. And in case and that so, wasn't obvious enough, the old guy actually yells Soylent Green is people in one of his scenes. Exactly. So she goes public. She takes the rebels to, uh, oh boy, I'm out. Okay, I'm going to, uh, another 30 seconds. Uh, oh. She takes the rebels well, to Hawaii. What's the point of the timer, Chris? Neil, okay, you are fine. done. This summary okay, is I'm over. done. We're not going to talk about the far future. Um, so... It's all these actors who are the same yeah. uh, in different makeup, but they still look the same, even though the time and the place and the genre has changed. Isn't that swimmer. wild? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So uh, that's it. I thought Ezra, I could do I it. I want I'm you sorry. to take over and finish with the 30-second uh, summary of the last story. 
Could you do okay, it in so, the style of uh, True True Tom Hanks? No, please don't. It's so obnoxious. <laughs> true True. I think we. I think we need a little bit of True True. We need a little. It, seem, it <sighs> seems like it seems like that's what the people want. Mm. I don't know. Uh, mumble, uh, mumble. I'm a Jiblins, Jiblins, Cribblins, Oldens, Master. True True. Um, that's all I got. Um, Instead of saying but, but yeah. true, they say true, true because that they're different. Well, I think yeah. they just they have like a, a abundance of apostrophes and a shortage of like I don't know vowels. Maybe maybe that's how language works. By the way, you get a bucket of stuff and then you have to make things out of it. <laughs> and if you get too many apostrophes, oops, all apostrophes, your language gets real jacked. Real Most fast. Most words are just uh, 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 uh. yeah. Favorite children's cereal. Oops, all apostrophes. <laughs> Um, okay, so wait, so, um, we end up, uh, so, so the rebels end up, uh, uh, in the, this far future, uh, after the fall, uh, on Hawaii, where we have some cool, um, I guess, net-wearing people who have, like, all these tattoos in their face, um, and then some less cool painted face It's a land water world. Yeah, right, the land world, or world, I guess. (laughs) World world. It's Earth. Uh, it's Earth. Right. It's fine. Right. And so we got the we got the so we got the, we got the we got the weak who are meat, and then we got the strong who do eat. Uh, and so we got this uh, cannibalistic tribe uh, who really just eat the crap out of some of these people. Um, <laughs> there were goats do, right? right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> goat is right there. Goats don't have um, knives either. Yeah, they're they're not just like part time cannibals. They're well. Uh, hold on. What are horns if not head knives, Alex? <laughs> Oh, wow, that was a better point yeah. than I was expecting you to make that fast. Good, I two points. Two um, All right, that okay. ruined it. Then you punned it up and made it crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, hoisted on my own petard yes. thing. Okay, Twice. petard thing. Yes, petard that's, thing. that's that's, that's okay. not the same. Anyways, Hall- Halle Berry uh, um, uh, comes out and she's like, she's like, got different stuff on her face uh, and is like from the future. <laughs> Right? She does. She has like a little bit of linguini on her face. Yeah. <laughs> linguini. Has um, stuff on her face. That's just... Oh my god, why isn't Ezra always a summarizer? Oh no, why? You're great. Yeah, I think I'm best in small doses. Um, so, so anyway, she comes out. She she, uh, she 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 uses the she flies across the sky and the land and the sea uh, to get to them. She's looking for this, um, like I guess. Thing to transmit a signal to off-world people who can come, like save all their sorry asses from Earth, um, and then the cannibals come and eat most of them. There is a Hugo weaving uh, devil named Old Old Georgie who talks to him, uh, talks to, uh, to 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 poor True True uh, Tom Hanks. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I was I'm kind of bored and I want this to be over. But on the other hand, why is there? Why is there voodoo Satan on his shoulder all the time? What, well, why? actually, I was surprised that, I mean, he had a top hat, because my voodoo Satan does not. Uh, mm. But I guess, am I led to believe that How you guys would you don't know that he's ha- voodoo? Uh, I mean, he says, my, my voodoo Satan tells, it, tells me that he's, you know, he's voodoo. Oh. He announces, I'm voodoo Satan. I'm voodoo Satan, guys. Listen, here's what you gotta do. Leave that guy <laughs> to die. Deal. What was that about? Why was that uh, happening? I think it's just the point is that Hugo Weaving is always bad. That's, the, yeah, that's what I learned. That's true. Okay, so... Anyway, okay, and then they look. save everything, they go out somewhere else, and then he has one eye, he's talking in the future. All right, we're all So, listen, so listeners... So and just... that was just about three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, listeners, that was probably boring, and you lost track of it at some point. 
Good effort from both of these guys, but it's just complicated. That is the experience of watching the movie if you haven't read the book, in my experience. Yeah, it is four very centuries. Yeah, four different centuries, six different settings, and or no, five centuries, six settings. Everybody's the same, uh, but different. And something, something, and freedom, love, and slavery is bad. And yeah, definitely anti slavery, and constantly doing visual puns across from one to the other. So it's like a door closes in. in the future mm. Korea, and then you see a door opening in uh, in uh, on a boat. Also, uh, everyone's got this one birthmark. Yeah, they don't have yeah. the same asteroid birthmark. Although some of them, it's because they've been their collar was taken off using a knife. Yeah. Other sure. people are born that way. Sometimes it's just Maybelline. <laughs> yeah, I think entire... it's always Maybelline. Yeah, <laughs> but there's no one actually convoluted as fuck. So when we have something this convoluted, we like to play the game. Lizard of Bullshit Mountain. Bullshit Mountain. Bullshit. Hey, so, uh, how this works is uh, Chris starts out as the lizard because he won the last game. Uh, he is in charge of answering questions about the movie as quickly as he can with uh, and confidently with no regards to accuracy. If he can't answer quickly enough or one of us steals... They this are the new game. lizard of Bullshit Mountain. Lizards like to sit on top of hot rocks and huh. uh, are genderless. So that's why we use lizards. Cool. All right. <laughs> so uh, let's talk. Uh, I'm going to start with a question for you, Chris. The yes. lizard. Uh, Chris Lizard. Lizard. L- 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 um, nope. Good effort. Yeah. Always going to try. So, uh, Chris. Yes. In the future. Which, uh, most of my questions are about the future because holy shit. Um, yeah. In the future. Um, they finally have what we've all been begging for for generations that proves that it's finally the future. Triangular juice boxes. Yep. Mm. Uh, what are the cost <laughs> benefits of triangular juice boxes that kept us from inventing them earlier? It's not even cost benefits, Alex. It's rigidity. A triangle is the strongest shape. And when it's oh. the future and you know stuff's going to happen, uh, you want a juice box that keeps its shape and its juice throughout. You want a juice box you can impale yourself on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, is it the strongest uh, shape? It is. Okay, good answer. Oh, yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, hey, Chris, uh, Chris Lizard? Yeah. Which was the worst makeup? Oh, yeah. The worst makeup was Tom Hanks' makeup uh, as the doctor in the, uh, in the oldest uh, on the Pacific, where he had the, the red hair, and he was constantly sweating through his makeup, and it was... Wrong. No, 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 it was Lady Hugo weaving the nurse. Oh, oh. but what about, what about old brother Hugh Grant? Oh, yeah. I thought it was the well. There's a couple. Mostly, they were like it was. Was it Ben Wishaw when he was the investigator, or was that Jim Sturgis? Whoever the investigator was, where they oh, met it's him. James oh, that Darcy. Was, that was James Darcy. Oh, it was James Darcy. Jeez. Anyway, <laughs> him as the investigator, where it's just his eyes were like six feet down. That was pretty bad. Okay, was I, really <laughs> Alex, I think that's a steal for you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, uh, ask Alex Lizard a question. Uh, hey, uh, Alex Lizard, what do I know James Darcy from? Oh, great question. Uh, you Steel. know him from thinking that he was Ben Wishaw a second ago. <laughs> hey, Ez. Hey, Ez. You know Agent Carter? He's Jarvis. Yeah. Hey, thank you. There's a steal. You can't just call your own steals. What that do you was mean? a steal, man. Worked. I yeah, said other people yay in response to Chris's answer. I feel like that is a steal. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, but he d- you don't get to say that it's your own steal. Other people call it a steal. You, get, you don't get right, to name steal. your steal right, a steal. Fine, it's a steal. Uh, a steal by any other name it. is still a steal. Chris Lizard. Uh, <laughs> yes. Which character was the biggest stretch for Tom Hanks? 
Was it Real <laughs> Caveman or Cockney Murderer or one of the other ones? Uh, I liked Cockney Murderer. Cockney hey. Murderer was the worst like what? accent yeah. I've ever oh, heard yeah. Tom yeah. Hanks attempt. It was so it was, bad. It was he so couldn't funny. hold it for more than a sentence. Like he'd it try, is. and like when he had more than two sentences of line, he'd just sort of fall flat, like I would. Real cheap makeup and and uh, and fake beard. I yeah. liked his shaved head. I liked how he threw that guy off the off the roof. <laughs> I liked his neither of those things are about a performance. As <laughs> no, you take actually, that Ezra back. said his performance of throwing a guy off a roof, which is a good it's a good performance. Yeah, but moment. you asked about accents. That's a steal, <laughs> Chris. Was his no. accent any good? His head, though. I just said his what head. character. That, was, that, said, that, character? that head, though. Okay, Ezra, explain yeah. to me why this whole movie is about that piece of music. Because mm. uh, it's a sextet and there's six segments. Ooh, Boom. Okay, good answer. <laughs> okay. Actually, the fun, fun thing about the music that I was. Anytime, there's a couple of movies now I've seen this where they're like, this piece of music is the greatest composition of all time, but you can't hear it because we couldn't just write the greatest piece of music of all time for this movie. I yep. thoroughly hate that assumption. <laughs> Every time anyone ever does that, where they're like, this is the most beautiful thing you've yeah. ever heard. And yeah. then somebody with like a synthesizer is like, you know, the one time I thought they did a good job of like the here's the most beautiful blank or like the best blank ever. Um, in Ratatouille, the version of Ratatouille they had at the very end looked pretty solid. Oh, yeah, because it, it, it made his soul like remember childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Also, but that's, just, that's also a little was, easy because you don't have, you don't have to, to eat, eat it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're not going to serve it to you through the screen. So, But that dish was designed by uh, Thomas Keller, actually, at the French Laundry. Like, oh, really? they, like Aww. Pixar commissioned them to do that. Oh, you said this. Of course I they feel did. Like I feel this like is you a charming story. Yeah, you, <laughs> I feel like you set that up just so you could tell us that. <laughs> well, if organic. I did, it's good for me. Yeah. As uh, comes into every episode with a list of tangents. <laughs> hey, hey, as Lizard, I got one for you. It feels like you can't get your own assists. It's like you're just you're passing a self, yourself a self alley-oop yeah, that's totally possible exactly <laughs> they do that in the, in the dunk contest sometimes you know anyway, Chris I'm going to give you a steal for that because alright uh, fair enough that, that felt that's okay. a point of order steal <laughs> okay Tanya Lizard uh oh uh why was Hugh Grant any of the characters in this movie <laughs> because sometimes you need a certain kind of sodden aging playboy angry-ish kind of vibe and yeah, Hugh to Grant, get a bad american accent and yeah and hugh grant loves to play bad americans and also just you know kind of kind of frown up a frown up a scene he and was, he's open to a lot of a lot of prosthetics it's he was fine. the uh so he was like the owner of the nuclear power plant yeah sure. as himself so that was his no makeup guy well, he, that's, uh, that's just Hugh Grant. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, Hugh Grant, oh, Hugh Grant in like face. in like yes. a flared slack. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then what else did he do? I, I well, like he was the older brother who said time. no to Jim Broadman. He said money. no to money offer. Yeah. Uh, so he had the curly hair and the sunglasses, and he also was the oh, yeah. head cannibal guy in the far, far future. Yeah, and far, he far. was yeah in the far, far, <laughs> and Hugh Grant. He was in some other stuff too. Uh, he was a reverend early on, apparently. I'm going to pull up this oh. chart that I posted. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I can't find him now. It's so complicated. Yeah, but find there, Hugh Grant. every time Hugh Grant was on the screen, I was like, but it's Hugh Grant. Okay, Why? so, so be- before oh, the guy who became an abolitionist uh, got poisoned by Tom Hanks, he was talking to Hugh Grant at one point. 
This yeah, is Hugh stupid. Grant with like some very scantily applied uh, chin hair. And yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Chops, his yeah. terrible chin that, hair. That style of chin hair where for some reason we've shaved it down so that you can always see through it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just hanging. Why do we do that? Why? Why did we ever do that? I guess that was around the time that slavery was really popular. And so he, he a lot of bad so we just had a around. lot of bad ideas just yeah. floating around. So in the Neo we Soul, smart. he was one of the McDonald's guys, impl- workers. Yes. Um, who had so we had that eye makeup to because that, to make yeah. Oh, they took all the um, the non Asian people yeah. and they gave them using makeup and prosthesis uh, gave them fake Korean eyes. Yeah, yeah. You, using bad judgment, <laughs> yeah. using, using horrifying judgment. I uh, guess I, I think that was, was to try and I'm going to just answer that as though someone actually asked me since I am sure. still the lizard yeah. against oh, yeah, my lizard. will. But I do think that that was to give everything sort of a, a futuristic feel. But this is one of those classic problems with making things look like the future is everything just looks dumb. Yeah. Instead. It's so hard to make the future not look do- look dumb. And that like I think you should just try to make it look expensive and then it'll look more like the future. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm into that. Yeah. And you don't have to change the words we use from like humanity to unanimity because there's no. No, we, we would never do that. that. <laughs> we didn't decide to do that. No, yeah. of course not. So, hey, Tanya. Uh, oh, Tanya go. go ahead, Chris. Yeah. Go. Yep. Oh, um, what was the stuff on Halle Berry's face and what? Why? <laughs> face so. Yeah. So <laughs> one stuff. of the future people that we meet in Neo Soul has a similar like he has a single scar line across his like forehead into his hairline. Yeah. And I think that we I think we eventually needed some sort of electrode assist that was like wiring our wiring our brains to maybe some other like receptors so we could chat through, you know, circle pods to Forehead one another from pl- oh, that was, planet that was to just, planet. So what you're saying is that was just Neo iMessage? That's Neo um Neo Bluetooth? Okay. Yeah. 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 Because well, you know, future, future, future sucks. So as does all, all future. So not only <laughs> does she have that face stuff after the fall in twenty three twenty one in in Neo sure. Soul, she was an old Chinese man or a Korean man with that's uh, true an eye computer and a Fu Manchu mustache. Yep. So she had different yep. face stuff in that era. Hey, this movie. Why? <laughs> well, so yeah. Tanya Lizard, since you're up, I mean, this seems like a big question about this uh, that okay. Mark asked in our uh, in in his questions to answer during the movie. Is it fundamentally racist to use blackface, yellowface, whiteface, uh, or was the device justified? What do you think? Big question, I, I know, for a lizard. Probably not uh, super yeah. funny, but it, I just, we just got to address it, I think. Seriously. Listen, I'm just trying to warm my blood here. <laughs> Well, does this make your classic lizard? Uh, I okay. I, I'm not necessarily gonna vote fundamentally racist to make people look like other people. Um, in this instance, I think I think they. I, I think some hearts were probably in the right place. There's a certain there's a preachy nature to pretty much all of these storylines that I find cloying and difficult. Oh my god! Now I remember. This reminds me of Crash. Yes, that's what I said. We started watching this movie and I was like, oh, this is Crash. And Chris was like, well, I have not seen Crash. And I was like, oh, you yeah, gentle soul. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So no, this is Crash. And, and it's, there's, there's something very like good natured and like, but we all win like about this whole thing. And that's why I, I don't think that this is coming from a place of racism. I think it's coming from a place of like, sure, wishing we could be race blind, um, right. which feels, which, you know, has its own sort of subtle terrible implications yeah. but is not the same thing as utilizing these people and stereotypes to 
go a certain direction. Yeah. I, so I it's, that, it's, it's complicated. Answer. Yeah. I, part of the conversation is just, I mean, I guess one, show me that you can pull it off where it doesn't look terrifying and nightmare fuel. And then we can talk about how racist it was. Maybe Again, I think, you know, you could have done this movie for a very different budget with with just people whose faces we don't know so well. That's the thing. It's like, why would you do a blockbuster where everybody has to look pretty different from the way that you know that they look? Yeah. I just felt like it was just it ends up being this weird like I spy game. Yeah, it's so hard when you know the faces, and also I feel like there are a lot of they could have done subtler changes to faces sometimes, so it didn't look so goofy. Like yeah. like like the first Tom Hanks in the South Pacific with yeah the, evil poison doctor evil poison doctor just like it just looked like a lot of cheap hair glued to his face, and it's super distracting. And like all the people in Neo Soul who were made to look Korean who are not, it just looked super distracting every time. Is so creepy, and there's a couple of the really age makeupy ones. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I, I will say, I mean, like, oh, it just looks so I, dumb. I, Get an old person, even, now, Hall- even old lady Halle Berry from a great distance. I was like, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> so here, here's actually the thing. I think this movie should be like, I guess, taught in like maybe like film school so people get like oh no it turns out like makeup is actually a very important department you can't just like slap something on there and like like nice give these guys some do like to make it look I non-shitty that and takes that a still, lot of work and honestly, i think i'm sure that was still at an incredibly high level i just oh, think yeah, yeah. you still you just can't transform everyone into someone radically different and expect it to always look completely believable on film yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. just never it's well not and it's somebody happen. radically different but the audience is sp- still supposed to recognize them as the same actor well, so there's a weird fine so line there okay so this maybe this is a dumb question but i'm just gonna ask it so are was it supposed to be that every actor in every time period was the same soul reincarnated in some way? Yes. That's the no. way they were supposed to think of their performances. Yes. Okay, here's yeah, what I love. Yeah, that's okay. what they were told. So like, imagine Hugo Weaving became the a same charming soul. scamp. Okay, what? I love how quickly the one devil? of you said yes and one of you said no. And I think that satisfies my, that it was not as dumb of a question as I thought it was. No, no it's not a dumb question at all. But it was something that I, in, in doing some light reading about this movie while sitting through this movie, I, I did stumble upon this thing that like the actors were told to envision themselves as not, they're not always playing the same character, but they have the same sort of soul as like a through line. Well, that's what I thought. But then, they, then the, the birthmark is on different actors. The birthmark, we're, I believe, is on time, every right? all of these people at, at yeah, some point. Yeah, okay, so the birthmark does not mean that it's the same soul in that character. Correct. Then. It, Correct. It's just a bunch of people who have the same birthmark. It's just a society. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just like, like a how secret society of well-meaning people who all have the same yeah. okay, that, birthmark. That's good. And it's like, you know how a uh, young lawyer uh, in, in the old, like in the Pacific, you know, he becomes an abolitionist and is married to Asian lady? Well, then those same two actors, he's a slave freer, who gets with that same Asian lady. And that's when we have to watch the sex. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. God, that was terrible sex. Get to but, it. yeah. Aw- awkward <laughs> on Bart, again, for I the record. I said have to, didn't I? Yeah. I meant to say the have to. The sex scene no one asked for in Neo Soul 2143. <laughs> oh, that sex scene. Oh, yeah, I hated yeah. that. The, yeah. Like, oh, really? This this McDonald's clone who you, uh, you rescued and forced to be the leader of your... You're just going to sleep with her now you don't feel like there's this weird power dynamic thing you've created she she was interested she was into it seemed like maybe because she had never met another person that was not Yeah, she's also less than one year old yeah yeah um super problematic for twilight (laughs) can we do one one last question i guess for for the lizard yeah yeah tanya's still a lizard yeah somebody dethrone this lizard and i would love (laughs) it if maybe this question was less serious than is this racist 
Oh, well, okay. oh, well, so uh, then I'm sorry, Alex. Um, oh, no. No, 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 no but, but, but no, no, it's fine. So is this better or worse makeup than uh, when the Wayans brothers were in White Chicks? Oh. Oh, geez. It's probably situational, uh, right? Yeah, I was going to say, those are such radically different instances. I will say that this is, this is better than most comedy um, prosthetic makeup that I've seen. Like, just the level of application and everything is higher. Yeah. It just is. So, like, so the guy who uh, uh, wears a hat. Um, <laughs> wait a second. Oh, wait, wait. Oh. <laughs> Are you talking oh, about the devil guy, the far, far? You no, talking about no. you talking about Johnny Depp? You talking about Johnny fucking Depp? Johnny Depp in the Lone Ranger? <laughs> Disinvigilation. Johnny Depp was not in this movie, but his character from Alice in Wonderland was. Oh, God. <laughs> His, yeah, his soul was there for sure. His it was just that soul totally there. Okay, so I think it's hard. It's hard to figure this out now. But I the th- guy in the hat, you're gonna have to give us more to come. Right, the early guy in the hat harder, who was poisoned Alex. by the the poison doctor. Yes, um, he had poisoned a hat by the okay. Up, and he had a light mustache, and I felt like well, he grew quite the beard while he was below decks being poisoned. Yes, <laughs> as do we all. Am I right? <laughs> I mean, that poisoning beard is pretty vicious. Uh, no, yeah. no. What's your s- question though, Alex? Uh, nope. <laughs> That was it. <laughs> that was it. Was Who is the guy with the guy. hat? Yeah, where, where does hat come from? <laughs> really? Tanya, I think you win. I think that makes you today's <laughs> Yay. Uh. Oh, we made it, America. Welcome back to another episode of Jade's Shade on the Sesame Network. Jade Shade is brought to you by Amazon.com. Use that address to shop on Amazon and we get a hit. Ki- as, <laughs> as it was right, it's still funny. Oh, that wasn't you laughing? Okay, sorry, no, I got in my me. own it head. It was, it was <laughs> me. It was me. Okay, Chris, sure. It's hard to tell you <laughs> apart, so maybe it was you. Yeah, maybe it was me. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Jade Shade is brought to you by Amazon.com. Use that address to shop on Amazon, and we get a kickback. Amazon. It's probably against the terms of service, but we won't check if you don't check. So this is the portion of the show where we do a mini spinoff podcast that has nothing to do with the rest of the program. Today, it's the third episode of Jade's Shade, where we throw more shade than an eclipse. Each person gets 45 seconds this week and is then going to be judged by their peers based on the scales known only to themselves. Ezra's our reigning shade champion, so he's going to be up first. Ez, you have 45 seconds on the clock. You can cover as many or as few topics as you want in that time. That is a totally editorial dis- decision up to you, but you have 45 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? Uh, as ready as I'll ever be. And begin. Throw shade. Uh, okay. Gravity. You know, not a fan. Um, 38 more uh, seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to let that drop with this mic. Uh, <laughs> Boom. Um, Whoa, are you opting out now? No, 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 no. I was no, just no. Um, about uh, gravity. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, when, no. when you uh, when you wear leather belts too long, like they kind of get a kink in them, and you yeah. gotta get a new belt. Yeah. I don't like belt shopping, guys. Mm. Um, okay. Politics are currently becoming important enough that I can't really ignore them and feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. So y'all gotta wrap that up soon. <laughs> um, How's November sound? <laughs> well, it sounds late, honestly. Uh, okay. A couple from the Caleb d- edition. So uh, Dada can't sit in the back seat and also Five drive seconds. the car at the same time. Um, and also the California drought means I have to balance between feeling guilty, um, and wanting a clean child. And that's time. Uh, what do you usually opt for between feeling guilty and having a clean child? Uh, I opt to, well, yeah, so I guess, wait, so I can feel guilty and have a clean child or, or neither. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I, I feel Do you guilty go for clean for, conscience or clean baby. Uh, clean baby. Yeah, that's smart. All right, Ezra, yeah. where do you fall on the sit in the back seat or drive the car? Well, I mean, I did actually sit in the back seat for a while, and just like because he was happy there, which is like as good enough place to like hang out as any. But like then I actually did have to go someplace, so I had to get in the front seat and drive. Oh, all right. Yeah, uh, so it's tough man, Chris. Uh, how, how are you going to rank Ezra's shade? How are you going to judge that? Uh, I'm going to call it uh, partially cloudy. Okay. Yeah, that's that's right. Partly cloudy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. What is that? <laughs> sun dappled. As uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you, I mean, you did you did waste a lot of time early on, and then you went like a couple seconds over, and so for time management, I'm going to knock you down a couple of points. But I liked your shade. Generally, I'm going to give you an eight. Is time management one of the criteria? Nah. In mine. Great. One of my criteria. Carry on. Tanya. All right. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Tanya, what are you going to give him? Oh, shit. Sorry. Um, I'm going to give him a banana leaf. Oh. Yeah. Also it's a type shade of shade. Related. Yeah. Banana Accurate. Leaf. All right. So, sure. Ezra, you're, you're at an early lead. You are partly cloudy with a banana leaf and eight. All right. Tanya, <laughs> oh, you're yeah. up next. All right. You have I got some stuff. Seconds on the clock. Am Throw I starting? Shade. Okay, I don't like it when frosting looks like it's going to be really dope and delightful, and then uh, you get into it and it's just airy, greasy garbage. Uh, I also don't like it when you're sitting at your desk, possibly you have your own office, and you're listening to music without headphones. What the fuck is wrong yeah. with you? I also don't like it if you're listening to headphones and you're singing along out loud. You know that shit doesn't sound good, and you're not <laughs> alone because I'm hearing it. Okay, I also don't like it when you're going into the fucking subway and you don't take your backpack off of your back. You more moron and you're always a dude why are you always a dude 10 seconds stop it i also don't like it when you pick up a cookie that looks like a snickerdoodle and then it's secretly citrus flavored you should tell someone (laughs) if you're gonna put lemon in a cookie don't fuck around like that it's not cool and that's time wow chris a lot of those seem to be about you what (laughs) (laughs) i don't wear a backpack on the subway Yeah, you're always a dude, Chris. Tell me you're not. <laughs> I'm usually a dude. Yeah. All right, yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, I'm I'm gonna call that uh, 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 overcast evening. Uh, there's plenty of shade to be found. Overcast there. evening. Uh, I'm gonna say so. I loved the frosting one and the cookie one, especially surprise citrus cookie is terrible. I also it's the worst. You had flawless time management. I'm gonna give you a twelve. Whoa, what is this scale? <laughs> Ezra, what are you going to do for... What do you got for Tanya? I give Tanya a make-your-own-palapa. Make-your-own-palapa? Well, I don't know what that is. I, I feel uh, insulted. A, no, a palapa <laughs> is a traditional Mexican uh, shelter, uh, shelter roof uh, roofed with palm leaves or branches. But it's not constructed? Yeah. You well, I, this, is, this one is a make-your-own one. You have to yeah, do it yourself. Yeah, exactly. So, so DIY, so like <laughs> in the scale of shade-throwing... Here you should make some. All right, so it's well. No, I mean, just you have to do it yourself. But it's, I think it's, Tanya, it's still you, you don't know, get to good. argue you all the balls and strikes. I'm not arguing. I'm just trying to understand. Yeah. Well, the decision has been made. We'll decide. Well, shut up. Wins. All right, uh, my turn. Forty five seconds on the clock, and go. Uh, I uh, I went to the dentist yesterday, and I hate dental instruments. And I know it, like everyone doesn't like the dentist, and I don't terribly mind it because I do like the idea of someone being paid to clean my one tiny part of my body very well, but. Uh, it seems it's it can't be a coincidence that every tool there makes the most annoying sound you've ever heard. There's just <laughs> no way that that's not an intentional decision by dental in- instrument manufacturers to add annoying sounds to every tool. Number two, 
thread jacking on Facebook comments. Come on, old people. It's not about you. It's about this picture of the dog. Don't say, hey, I ran into a friend the other day. That drives me crazy. And lastly, uh, I hate when people say if the election was held today, because it's not. If Christmas were held today, no one would get any presidents. That doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> and one second to spare. Ooh, nice time management. I, I won't know if that's true or not. No, I was, I was looking. Yeah, oh, no, it's yeah, real. Yeah, one second. It was pretty close. All but right. I, I talked really slowly for the first one and then sped up in the second and third. So. That's how this works. Finish strong. Yeah. Well, um, what do you think, Chris? Uh, give it a seven. All right. Uh, sometimes on this game, uh, people have thorough or they have a consistent rating scale. among their own scales, if not against each other's scales. Chris may be the first one doing unrelated <laughs> scales. All right. Tanya, what, do you, what do you think? Uh, meadow. Meadow? <laughs> oh, jeez. Meadow definitionally is unshady. I don't know. Why are you discussing your score, Alex? Oh, that's a good point. Ez. Ha-ha. <laughs> you got me. Um, Ez, what do you think? How about some unrelated fish scales? You just don't know how they got there, but they're there now. <laughs> unrelated what? fish scales. All right. So, clearly, just a reminder of the score before Chris goes. Uh, Ez is, got, is partly cloudy. Eight and a banana leaf. Tanya is currently in the lead. Overcast evening, 12 and a make your own palapa. And I'm in third place with seven, a meadow, and some unrelated fish scales. Chris, you have 45 seconds on your clock. Throw shade. Okay, happy hour? Come on. It is not a happy hour. A dollar off drafts and well drinks only? No thank you. I've just had a hard day at work. Also, it's way too crowded. You can't get a table. This isn't my definition of something that makes me happy. Uh, On to the next. Uh, USB cables. It's called universal, but I put it in wrong every single goddamn time. Make it better. Also, Amazon Prime shipping. You (laughs) promised two-day shipping. My air conditioner was supposed to be here on Thursday. It is not going to be here until next Tuesday. I'm a sweaty mess. Uh, And as a steal, belt shopping is the worst because belt sizes are the worst. They don't correspond with the waistlines. You get a 30-inch belt. It's just 30 inches of leather. And now your mom thinks that you've gained a lot of weight. (laughs) No. Judge your mom. Judgy mom. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll start with Tanya. What do you, what do you think? Uh, fir tree. Fir tree. Oh, okay. That sounds pretty good. Chris, I'm going to give you, bec- I, was, I was with you for most of it. Um, you did kind of you know, miss an easy pitch with the uh, happy hour being longer than an hour, which I, I dislike. Um, oh, I wish it was longer. Yeah. Well, then you got to call it something else. And and because uh, yeah. we're happy hours. Things. Yeah, yeah. Super easy fix. One one letter. And then uh, all the, your time management was super good, but it did seem to imply at the end that your mom is still shopping for belts with you. So I'm going to give you. Uh, um, I'm going to give you permission to leave your parents' house. I'm going to give you permission oh, okay. to move out. Whatever that legal you read form that is wrong, called. but okay. <laughs> <laughs> permission to leave your parents' house. Ez, what do you got? Um, well, okay, so I'm going to give him... Uh, so, Tony, you gave a fur tree? Mm-hmm. I did. Okay. Chris, I'll give you a furby. Oh, a furby. Okay. Also, a tip, though, as well. If you complain to Amazon saying that it was not uh, the time they were supposed to come, they'll give you a free month of Prime. Hmm. Yeah, it's a good tip for everyone. Oh. All right, so... Yeah. That might be mer- worth more than this game. In the standings... <laughs> Alex finishes fourth place with seven, a meadow, and unrelated fish scales. Ezra <laughs> came in third, partly cloudy eight, and a banana leaf. Chris in second place with a fir tree, permission to leave your parents' house, a furby, and a tip about complaining to Amazon. And our winner 
our current lizard and shade champion. Wow. Overcast Very evening, strong. Uh, make your own Palapa 12, Tanya. <laughs> Palapa 12! Oh my god. So wait, so I don't want to jinx it, but Tanya's like on track to like the perfect episode. She's already, no. yeah, she's pitched well, the perfect Well, now you're just going to take me down. Well, well, no, I've got she, a target you, on my back and everyone knows it. Game, so you might you have, just have won to the episode. You just have to no. You just have to stick the 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 minor compliment now without walking. You just have them to and stick the landing after your gymnast routine. <laughs> well, congratulations, Tanya. That's it for Jade's Shade. Brought to you by Amazon.com. Amazon.com. Use that address whenever you buy Amazon stuff on Amazon. I'm glad you laugh at that. As, uh, this is the best. This I'm is glad the best I was able to done. read that. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, first try. All right, and now it's time for a game of top five. Oh, sorry. Top five. Top five. Top five. Thank you. But top five. Now it's time for the game of lightning bonus round. Lightning, lightning bonus, bonus round. round. Nay, top five. Uh, so Top five. Top five. Top five. Man, what did I, what did I mean by this first thing? Just read it. Read it Just really read fast. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dealer's Just choice. share it. We'll all figure it out together. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. What could this It'll Talk be like a bunch in. of cannibals oh, tearing into it. Oh. I remember what I was doing. <laughs> I was just taking, I, I put it in the wrong line, but I was taking notes on your shade, Tanya, because I just wrote frosting period, headphones period. And then I was like, how is this a top five game? No, I liked, you know, I liked how there was a frosting period uh, in, during this movie, but also there was a headphones period later on in Neo Soul. That is true. Uh, kind of snuck there. Uh, so Insightful. So the first thing is uh, we got to answer Mark's main framing question today. Is this a, a mess or the best that could be done in such a complex storyline? Having not read the books, obviously we're coming from a different perspective but what do you guys guess based on this whether you thought this was a great like a best effort or is this actually a travesty i think i mean from what i can glean from our delightful uh listeners that are that have commented and kind of helped us out with understanding the book we didn't read it sounds like there was so much done with language in the book that just could not happen in the film uh, that you know, in that way, I do give it kind of a like. You know, you did your best. This was probably a bad idea. Yeah, what I what I've extrapolated from reading about stuff and the comments that our fans uh, left was that instead of the actors being the same because it's a book, uh, characters say the same kinds of things, or it's it's, it's a lot more subtle. Mm. And uh, yeah. you know, that could be nicer. Yeah, a welcome relief. It, I guess it really depends on how that's written. Because if it's like. We fade out on a door, and in our other storyline, here's another door. I would really hate that book. But. Know, <laughs> the book that... just says, Star Wipe to another door. <laughs> <laughs> more doors. Always. More I will doors. say, though, that the, the overall moral themes feel pretty heavy-handed and not terribly insightful. So if that's also in the book, then I Hold don't know Hold on what a to second, say. Tanya. Are you, are you saying that slavery is bad isn't a new idea? Because it seems pretty groundbreaking. I guess, yeah, or like women can do stuff, or like women maybe <laughs> maybe women can do stuff is one of those concepts that I've always been like kind of tenuous on until Tom Hanks told me. Yeah. Right. Well, That's sure. I mean, and it's always helpful to have like a white male rescuer in most of your day to day situations. Oh no, no, but when he told me he wasn't white. Oh well, then it, that changes everything. Oh, and it's also super good if like the oppressed person is just morally pure every time. Every time. Yeah. They don't really have to do anything other than like rescue and like say like, no, you were good to me and now I save you. Like that's that's kind of their whole deal. So uh, we want to get some listeners involved here because we we put a call out to people who had actually done both. 
and uh, so first of all, read the uh, book and watched the movie. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, and okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull these kind of on the fly. I didn't collect them all beforehand, but uh, Sarah Hathaway, uh, who is not just a very frequent contributor, also seems My to enjoy the show. My biggest friend crush. Um, yeah. Says uh, this is a story largely about the evolution and flexibility of the written word. A movie is not the way to tell it, which is a totally fair point. Although I wonder, like, is, so are we staking out the position that there are some books that can't be movies, or just this isn't the way to do it? I think there oh. are some books that shouldn't be movies. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's like saying, like, there's, I mean, why would you think you'd be able to, tra- there's some books that can't be food, you know? There's, like, lots of things you can't tra- translate between different mediums. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Can't, name, name some, one, some, some books that can't be yeah, food? Name one book that can't be food. Naked Lunch? Oh, shit, no, it can be. <laughs> <laughs> really depends I take on it how back. hungry I am. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, let's see. Uh, at So Many Bees... Hey, listen, so many bees, you win. Twitter handle, the best. All right, at so many bees says, uh, I gave up halfway through. My main issues were made a bi character uh, gay, a whole lot of yellow face, and weirdly sexualized a robot. Which I just want to take uh, a little bit of issue with the word weirdly. They sexualized a robot, but in the normal ways you would sexualize a robot. <laughs> yeah, and she wasn't it even was a robot. Innovative. Yeah, she, she wasn't, wasn't she a was robot. A clone, uh, heavily controlled by a metal collar. Yep. Um, yeah. No, all the metal collar was was like, if you leave, we'll kill you through the neck. It, oh yeah, yeah, we get, yeah. It's got a it's got a kill button on it. Yeah, um, well, that's it. An important kind of control. Yeah, certainly. Um, at uh, Mace, Mason de Snark, like a Snark mm. castle. That's kind of cute. Uh, Mason de Snark says, uh, I, "I saw it before I read the book, and I liked them both equally." <gasps> what? Uh oh. We're sorry. I think. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. That's weird. Well, I, I mean, I could try. Well, I could like try them to an them. equal amount doesn't specify the amount. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It could yeah. be a two or a fir tree. You never know. <laughs> Banana yeah. leaf. <laughs> Banana leaf liked it. Palapa 12. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Haley on Facebook said it's hard to adapt an epic novel to the big screen. Tom Hanks does the best he can. Really? It, you, you cannot I say that he, he does not try, right? He was really trying. I yeah. did this, feel this that. This is not a no yeah. effort Tom okay. He this tried almost as hard as he tried on the Polar Express. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like the, the, the Cockney guy was Tom Hanks not trying very hard. No, that was supposed to be Tom Hanks being goofy and fun. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I like all terrible things. But so Haley, <laughs> Haley went on to say, having read the book and watched the movie, I was left feeling, what? That's uh, how I read that. But... Um, also, Scott says the book was much simpler. Wow. Yeah, because uh, they don't smash cut between the different stories. Oh. Oh, in the book, is it all one story and then all the next story? Well, what I heard, and this is all secondhand, so uh, listeners, sorry. But what they do is they play all the stories to a certain point, you know, like it'll go the, the, in chronological order. So, like, you have the oldest story first, then the next oldest, and, and they all go. And then you get to the far future, and then it goes back and finishes the rest of the stories in order. Okay, so it's not it's not all one story and then all the next story, but it's like similar sized sections of each story, and then yeah, and it's and it's only it only divides them into two chunks each, and that oh it's, okay, it's two chunks, so it's half and half. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I was trying to listen to you, Chris, and Megan was trying to explain this to me, and she put the book in front of me at the same time. So <laughs> <laughs> Megan just shoved a book in your face. No, she was showing yeah. you the head- headers, and so yes, yeah, so there's two two sections of each story, as opposed to in this movie, forty five. Yeah, um, much more. So uh, that does seem simpler. Yeah. Um, what are you showing me now, buddy? 
Yeah, I heard The Winter's Tale is not a terrible movie. I mean, not a terrible book. Uh, but we sure hated it. And then I'm sure it was an even worse movie. Okay, so uh, this just in. Um, it's two sections of each story, but it goes one, two, three, four, five, six, five, four, three, two, one. Oh, okay. Sense. So that's actually a much more clever structure than this movie. Uh, I wish I'd thought of numbers while trying to explain that. <laughs> uh, ooh, Lauren says, I liked the movie but was not aware that it is a book. I'll have to check it out. So we are helping people. Yeah. We're making connections today. It's uh, what we do here, right? Help people? That's what we always have tried to do. Right, <laughs> guys? Uh, and oh, Kelly says, us. I read the book and loved it, then watched the movie and thought they did a mediocre job within the constraints. Would have made a better miniseries and could have definitely done without the distractingly fake. See, that's, that's how I watched makeup. it. Yeah, <laughs> you you can make your own miniseries just by stopping a lot. Yeah, you just have to stop it partway through many times. Just don't watch the whole thing in one sitting, it's you the dummy. Of series. Uh, yeah, whenever you have to go. Anything. Here's the rule: whenever you have to go, just go. Uh, <laughs> just leave. Uh, all right, I think that actually pretty much sums up lightning bonus round. That was a lightning bonus a round. Lightning bonus, lightning bonus round. In summary, Mark, uh, the jury is a little bit out. Um, there are definitely people who liked both, but in general, everybody thinks that if they got rid of the makeup, it would have been less distracting. It would have been a better movie. Yes. I think that's the biggest flaw. Because it, not that it's the, not even the biggest flaw. It's the thing that takes away from me knowing whether or not I'm enjoying it. Oh, let's, oh actually, let's do a bonus lightning bonus round. Um, lightning bonus round. Which story? Bonus lightning bonus round. If you had to watch just one of the story arcs by itself again, which would it be? What was your favorite story arc? Oh. Wait, can we both choose for ourselves and also gift to someone else as well? Yes, Ezra. <laughs> okay, right, what would you choose to watch yourself? Um, I'll take I'll take more Neo Soul. Mm. What? Really? Um, okay, tell me yeah, more. I don't know. I I, I just my I, least I, favorite storyline. Really? You I liked it? Out now you're gonna get gifted that. <laughs> no, 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 Alex, you get the far, far. Oh, uh, of course I do. <laughs> you um, no, me. I just. I, I like I like Wachowski's doing like stuff blowing up like I even even bad Wachowski like action is still really fun for me I don't know yeah okay yeah I'll take it um I there were definitely things I liked about that which I will I'll, I'll save for my minor compliment um Tanya so you hated that one the most so you're gonna gift that one to me what are you I mean I had several in my like bottom <laughs> I I think <laughs> mostly bottom <laughs> I get that a lot. Uh, well, I walked right into that. <laughs> you backed right into that. All right, Tanya. I, <laughs> uh, no, I along, think. Falcone. Uh, yeah, please, please do. Chris, you uh, can call stealing yourself. I can call your sighing and saying, "Move it along, Falcone," on myself. Sure. Go, sorry. Go ahead, Tanya. What's your? Okie doke. Well, uh, no, I think probably Halle Berry's '70s reporter. That was a cool thing. one, man. That was that was the least like there were there were the least sort of eye roll forehead slapping moments in that one for me interesting i feel like i've seen that movie i felt like well Well, yeah i felt felt like that too iconic stories just Uh, yeah (laughs) sort of like pulp fiction where it's like the interesting ways they're smashed up not the actual arcs because they're all kind of Mm. off the shelf like on their own none of these would be all that fun i thought the 70s one i did i think some of the most eye rolling uh, i thought that was the one where Haley berry Haley berry whatever Halley's Comet. Halley's Comet. Yeah. Welcome just, everyone to the thought, stage, Miss Haley Berry. I thought that one was uh, <laughs> that one was one of the I thought it was the cheesiest one. I thought that one was where it was just like the really? little boy who's like, this is a poor girl. This is a So bad. that oh. was not that was that was cheesier than than like <laughs> Slave Below Decks saves man from poisoning by evil 
ship steward. Okay, so evil ship <laughs> steward. Great, it's a great headline, Tanya. <laughs> I thought yeah, listen, I know how to do a snappy headline. Dug up teeth is not one a story that I've heard as much. That's that like plucky reporter fighting generic bad company was kind of boring. And but that kid yeah, in but the I'd 70s, watch that so much sooner the than kid I'd in the seventies who kept saying things. like you know in a good mystery novel this would happen next. I just can't. I can't. Oh yeah, but I certainly wanted to watch people in bad sweaters like forage through the dirt and then get their heads cut okay, off. No, no, the far far is the worst, no <laughs> doubt. That one was just the most uh, uh, bonkers, awful, terrible thing. Oh, you know, I probably would also watch the composer one, but I'd also have a lot of hard times with this like beautiful composition bullshit. Yeah, the uh, composer- if the composer was a drinking game, I think I'd be okay with that one. How? What? Well, if any of them were a drinking game, the whole thing gets flipped. <laughs> All right. No, if rules. one of these was Rocky or a picture show, I think I could really find myself getting into it. Yeah. I really would have liked I'd see more Tim Curry. If instead of a future movie about the future, it was a piece of cake. Oh, maybe we can talk. Um, <laughs> I, so I, yeah, I think the composer is definitely would be if, except for that weird thing about it being perfect, but like his story I thought was really interesting. And, uh, I thought there was the most like surprise and depth of character, like with the old composer who's past his time, but is like bribing the other kid or not bribing, uh, blackmailing the kid. Um, yeah. So I think that'd probably be what I would take. And then I would, uh, I would gift the future to Chris because there are, even though there's a lot of problems with it, there are still some spaceships or oh, flying yeah. cars, really, which are close. Yeah, no, they got off world, I guess. There is space at yeah, the end of that. Space. Um, Chris, what about you? Uh, the one I'd pick for myself is actually London 2012. Um, I, on, the, on the strength of Broadbent. Yeah, if, Broadbent if and the old guy caper was pretty fun. Yeah, oh, it, yeah was, it was a movie my mom what? would watch. Yeah. I really didn't like the stuff before that escape caper, but the caper part was pretty fun. I really hated that the, broad about generalization about all the Scottish people. I thought that was pretty terrible. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. So Yeah, but after Brexit, it might be more true than not. Hey, now. <laughs> all right. Uh, mm-hmm. So now that is lightning bonus round. That was a, I'm glad we got to talk about that. Great. Uh, lightning, lightning bonus Really round. lightning on that one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now, minor compliment. We're going to go in reverse order from the top, which means Tanya... You're going to be last, and Chris, mm-hmm. you're kicking us off. What's your minor compliment? Uh, one of my favorite Ron Swanson quotes from Parks and Recreation is, don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. Oh. And uh, this movie... ends up the same. It does, yeah. but the one thing that you whole-ass actually is good. Uh, and, and so I thought that this was more or less six half-assed stories that were all jammed one together. sixth ass each time yeah yeah and and uh you know i guess it, this movie made me think of that quote and realize uh more than ever the poignancy of mr ronald swanson i wonder like so you know when you go to an ice cream place and they're like you can get two small scoops or one big scoop yeah do, do you never want to try two flavors okay okay this is not ice cream parlor logic alex yeah i, I, I want to hear you're playing though. a dangerous game <laughs> All right. Okay. But I do want to hear your answer, Chris. Uh, I think it's very complicated. If there is oh. one flavor that you really, really like, anything is going to be worse than that flavor to, to your mind, uh, then you should just get the big scoop. Uh, and the thing is, even if you want two different flavors, it's usually better to pick one of those two and be happy with a big one of that one because often the two flavors you're trying to decide between don't combine into anything mm-hmm. that like is, is amazing. Um, sometimes if you like intentionally go in knowing this is a place that does multiple flavors and you want a pairing of this and that and you compose it as such as a dish then it can be better 
So it but seems like it the answer tricky. to Ron Swanson is sometimes I want half asses twice. Sometimes, but only if you go in wanting half asses. Exactly. Which is right. not a thing I'm ever going to say to anyone, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm thinking it right now. All right. Uh, Ez, minor compliment. So I just realized if you like steal like like Somni 451's like uh like voiceover, you can totally make like a um like a cloud, cloud atlas starring any character that you like any actor that you like. You just have to like cut up everything they've ever done. And like you so like you can you can do this with Tom Hanks just with like it's like a castaway and it's like Angels and Demons and it's like big and you just have to like recut like all their other movies together. Oh, and it's yeah. the same like thing where it's just like this is a one person through time and like turns out that little boy ends up saving the world, like you know, and um you know, like in, in the Da Vinci code and shit. They have the um, same so, the same eyes. That's how you can yeah, tell with the same right? soul or whatever. So like and like yeah, everything's connected. I like that and, idea. Like, yeah, so you can you can cloud that list anything, man. If you if you really like that actor, you can see more of them. It's a thing you can do. Get, get out there. Also, America. I bet if you watched five different Tom Hanks movies, you wouldn't be like you could watch five different Tom Hanks movies and you'd never be like, it's really distracting how his face looks so different in each of these. Probably they yeah. so, wait, are you as are you making a case for just watching an actor you like in more things that they've done? <laughs> Well, no, I, I was arguing I, you should do it in a cut-up way that that melts your brain. But yeah, I, I guess, yeah, just watch more of that person you like, guys. That's the way easier way to do I, that. No, so I think, I mean, that is funny. But I think what you're saying is just you could make, you make your own Cloud Atlas by combining clips from his different movies and then pretending it's mm-hmm. the same soul through time. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that could That's actually true. be So funny. here's Vin Diesel together. driving this car. <laughs> I think Diesel. that's great. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the thing. It's like it's a totally different person with the same soul. <laughs> that's the thing. We we kind of do this right, no matter what, right? Like we 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 did understand that like it was Die Hard uh, as the voice of that baby, right? Yes. Remember? Yeah, totally. Luke who's talking. We all saw this. Yeah, this yeah. yeah, we call yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, my minor compliment is uh, the future has some. Slightly cool machines, if usually overly specific or unnecessarily weird. Uh, but did you not like the I clone flare? The were uh, the clone flare? No, the, the, the clone flare. The, no, the clone like the flare, where like it, it processed all, like it skinned all the clones and then made oh, them. Oh, oh, the know, flaying like, machine. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Sorry, no, no, no. Um, I liked <laughs> I liked the build skyscraper to skyscraper instant bridge creating briefcase. So yeah. he takes the briefcase, puts it on the windowsill of the skyscraper, and it folds down, latches to the windowsill, and then like goes chung, 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 of pieces of metal to make a walkable bridge to another skyscraper. Doesn't yeah. come in handy that often, but it's kind of neat. But in the future, when you assume that you're always in tall buildings and there's always another tall building within a certain distance of you, yeah. and there's somebody not a bad way you to might want to hang out with. Yeah. Um, uh, I also liked the rope climbing gun in the Far Far, where... She shoots it. It's it's just a gun, but then it goes up, grappling hook, long rope comes out of it. I don't know where it was hiding, but it was great. Although they didn't have any <laughs> belaying gear, so it was kind of super dangerous on his hands. But they I should have had some visible belaying gear come out, yeah. Would have been perfect. And then also, I, I did like the handcuffs on the clone, where they were just two large metal bracelets. But when you press a button, they magnet together. And then it's you a can fun, yeah, and it's fun that the magnet is controlled by a gun-looking thing. So it always looks like they're just full-on shooting her in the chest, and then yeah. she's just getting handcuffed future, and or unhandcuffed. Like guns, that's what we've learned. Oh, hooray for that! Uh, so Tanya, that leaves you. What's your minor compliment? <laughs> so 
sorry. I'm just coming into my compliment. Full of scorn. <laughs> Classic end of the show. Classic end of show me. <laughs> I will say for something that I, I was reading uh, in, in the lead up to watching this, uh, it sounded like it was going to be pretty complicated and pretty convoluted. And, you know, to the credit of all of the folks that took on directing parts of this this story, it hung together. Like, I, I understood what was happening at all times. Yeah. And I felt like with a story this complex um, and, you know, and I've seen I've, I've seen far simpler storylines be much harder to grok. So, you know, well done. So yeah. This, especially was- working with like a whole bunch of different directors and trying to cobble together, you know, this this very complex piece of writing from what I what I'm getting from people, you know, it could have gone a lot worse. It didn't go great could have been worse so you're gonna side with the people who say uh like this is maybe the best they could have done with the source material and not a total travesty that is that is my leaning but technically speaking my compliment is i understood this yeah um, mark well yeah. his first question oh, was one of mark's main questions was do you know what this movie is about and i would say sometimes yeah <laughs> definitely other times i did not know what was going on but and also like, yeah. i would say the the second half i was like more kind of understanding but early on a lot of nothing if there's something like if there's some greater benevolent force behind these shooting star birthmarks that we're supposed to like gaze upon and appreciate at the close of this whole thing then no i didn't i didn't understand this very well but if it's if it really is just like time people sometimes people get better over time (laughs) sometimes hugo weaving stays awful yeah yeah like well, in I this game of this, life, sometimes you win, sometimes you weaving. <laughs> All right, that's it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be back again next week. Next week, it's the continuation of Wet Month. Wet Month. Wettest. Wet. Next week, we're going to be talking about Free Eternal Summer. That's right. Season two of the show about beautiful young Japanese swimming boys. The anime. One of the things that kicked off Wet Month to begin with. So we're going to be continuing Wet Month with season two. Thanks, Callie, for sponsoring that. So thanks again to Mark for sponsoring. Uh, hey. When, I, when people sponsor, I ask them if they have something they want to plug on the show. Mark's something to plug was Columbia University School of General Studies, where high school dropouts like myself can get second chances. I encourage all military veterans to apply. So, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that is very cool. I also wonder, with a general studies degree, can you open a general store? Can you become a general? What do you get with that? Uh, my mom was a general studies major, and she's like the best human I know. So, so you get to be Tanya's mom. <laughs> so you get to be my mom. I mean, she's yeah, she's now an occupational therapist. Columbia but... University School of General Studies, where you can learn how to be Tanya's mom. <laughs> she's really good, you guys. Everybody gets a, everybody gets a Tanya when they graduate. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Everyone should become general studies majors. Uh, okay, and uh, so thanks again, Mark. You guys can sponsor by going to readdiscweep.com, signing up on the mailing list, get the weekly weep, which is rad. Plus, sponsorships will open in a couple months, and you'll be the first and only to know. Also, uh, you can become a meat buddy by going to com slash meat buddies and uh, making a small donation to the show and keeping us floating down the tracks. Also, Amazon.com. Thanks for being here at C. Walter Smith. Uh-huh. At Ezra Fox. 
Sorry, great. Wide. And yes, at the Tanya Best on Twitter. Humana, humana. All right, we'll be back next week. Thank you, guys. Splash.